Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Monday, the 4th of March. And I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Wealth insurance. It is what we do. The physical delivery of gold and silver. And don't be fooled. What a tangled web we weave, isn't it? When they want to deceive all of us. Got so much to talk about. The the most disappointing news of the day. Now, it hasn't happened yet. And I, and I want to hold out hope. But it appears that we are going to pretend that the Chinese are not eating our lunch and are going to uh, possibly have an agreement on trade before the end of the month, and there's one big thing missing. The stealing of U.S. technology, nowhere to be found. I thought that's what we were fighting for. Apparently not. Uh, more economic data came out, that, and none of it was good. But let's ignore all of that. Uh, by the way, apparently the Dow's figured out. That was up 100-plus points uh, all just, th- just in the last 10 minutes. Everything's now negative. The, the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, uh, gold and, and silver. What they have to do with trade, absolutely nothing, by the way. But but somehow uh, the, the market's being affected. I'm going to tell you what I always tell you. Buy these dips and buy them hard. Uh, volume discounts everywhere, uh, especially on $10 and $20 gold pieces. Uh, I got an update on Silver Eagles uh, that I'm going to get to in a minute. Before I do, I, I have to talk about this because I saw it the other day. And then, and then, like I do with a lot of the things that I, I read and I see, and, and, and then I start thinking about what's going on in, in my own little world, right, in my own little bubble. And this had to do with a high school in New Jersey. They've decided, they've made the very tough choice that uh, they are going to ban limousines, party buses, and any other luxury vehicles from the prom. <laughs> I'm not, this is where we're headed. Think about it for just a minute now. Obviously, prom. I only went to one of mine, by the way. Uh, just, I'll, I'll make a long story short. I was, I was grounded for the other one. Yeah, you know, kids. And uh, I actually worked for a car dealership when I was in high school. And and by working at a car dealership, what I meant was I washed the cars. <laughs> that was my high school job. You know, go out there and and wash all these new cars. And one of the rewards of that, my boss said to me, pick any Cadillac on the lot and have a nice time at prom. Yeah, I took a brand new Cadillac uh, to the prom 
uh, because I worked there. Now this New Jersey high school says that, you know, here's the problem and why we had to uh, put in this new policy at Lakeland Regional High School. It's about safety and equity, not equality. Well, they get to equality, but this was the uh, superintendent of schools. He doesn't want students who can't afford a snazzy ride to feel left out. Calling it a group decision made by the administrative team. And he says the only way now to arrive at the school's prom, by the way, it's being held at a country club, right? So, you know, don't want anyone to feel left out, is to take the chaperoned school bus at a cost of $15 per person. And I just started thinking, you know, this is it. This is a great example. This is what we want. Let's not reward success, right? Let's reward failure. Don't worry. You know, and it's so funny. And it started with everybody gets a trophy. You know, what's so funny is get a job. Right, you want to take a limo to the prom or whatever, or a snazzy. Well, and again, I know some of you are like, "Hey, listen, the parents just pay for it." <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that's changed, right? My parents didn't pay for crap. Right, getting five dollars out of my mom, man. That you had to, boy, you had to have a good story for that. And then I start thinking about our high school where my sons go. Well, my oldest son's now in college. You know. They did away this year. They didn't even tell us. They just did it because they knew if they said anything uh, that that it probably wasn't going to go over very well. You know, homecoming, you know, and you have the homecoming court and you have the the freshmen and the sophomores and the juniors. And then, of course, the homecoming king and queen, the seniors. Our school did away with that. There was no underclassmen. Court, no, no freshman court, no sophomore court, no junior court. And then for the seniors, they didn't even let the students vote. Nope. The administration picked who the king and the queen. All of it was. Well, welcome to America, baby. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. We need equity and equality for all, and we'll say in the name of safety. Talking about the, this, and listen, this is happening everywhere, right? We're going to ban everything. Anything that, that uh, could possibly lead to somebody feeling bad, let's just get rid of it. The decision based on the concern over the safety of all our students, apparently taking a limo or a limo bus, uh, to to prom is dangerous, uh, and providing equity for all students so that they could all enjoy a shared prom experience despite social economic status. And based on the success of what other districts have demonstrated, 
We are now hoping for a safe and memorable school prom experience. Right? The memorable part of the school prom was getting the limo and the limo bus, the snazzy car. That was that was the memorable part of the of the prom. But again, right, something much much deeper here. And nobody wants to work for anything anymore, do they? They they just want it handed to them. Just let's just take it from somebody else. And if we can't take it from them, let's just ban it. And I sit there and I'm wondering if this is what's happened with with China. As I told you, well over a year ago, when this whole trade war thing with China started, China's not going to stop stealing our technology. They are not. They are not going to relent. And say when you come to China to open up shop here, that you need to give us all your stuff. They're not going to relent. Now, they may relent on a few things in this deal. Stuff that's already there. Stuff they've already stolen, like the cars, right? Believe me, China knows how to make cars now. Why aren't they here? Because they sell so many over there, they just don't have enough time to get here yet. Trust me. And, and I, I'll say this about our farmers, who without a doubt, if there was a group that maybe took it harder than the others on this trade war, it was the farmers, right? Especially if you were in the soybean business. And you know what you didn't hear? You didn't hear these farmers complaining. You didn't. You know what they said? They said, you know what, this is for the good of the country, and we need to stand tall. And they did. Only to get stabbed in the back if what I'm reading ends up being true. Listen, China's got a few more people than us. Like a billion more people. They are going to buy more stuff from us. They are. They need food. They need oil. They need natural gas. Now, unfortunately for us, those are the only things that we have a lot of that they don't have a lot of. Well, or, or I should say, enough of. And we actually can't make things here and sell them over there for less. Today, we're being told, this again, we're being told that there is going to be an agreement, a trade agreement between the United States and China. They're going to get rid of the tariffs again. And maybe, possibly, China's going to lower some of the old tariffs. Right? Instead of a 15% tax on U.S. automobiles, maybe it'll go a little lower. Now, remember, the only companies that send cars to China, well, Tesla, but they're building their factory there now, are mostly BMW and uh, and who's the other one? BMW and Mercedes. They they uh, part of you know one of the things that they say because it's expensive building cars in Europe too. They built they they each have a plant here in the U.S. 
where they build the Beamer and a Mercedes and put them on a boat to head to China. They, they, that's about it. Right? Everybody else already has plants there. And then we're going to hear the president. I hope it's not true, but I think it is. He's going to tell you what a great job he did. And what a great negotiator. This is the art of the deal. I mean, we didn't have to do any of this stuff to get this deal. At least the deal that I'm seeing. And we're sitting there now. I want, before this story broke, I want to share with you something that I think it, it, it boggles my mind. As the Trump administration, now this was, again, this was last week. The story I'm reading was last week, before the news over the weekend. As the Trump administration is moving closer to a trade deal with China, one of the sticking points has been China's disregard of intellectual property protections and claims dating back years about rampant Chinese theft of corporate secrets. One in five North American-based corporations on the CNBC, right, that's one of your stock channels, right, they have a, I didn't even know this, they got everything. It's a global CFO council, okay, so who's on it, who cares? CNBC, right, this is one of the channels created to try to fool you into thinking the 401k is the greatest thing ever, right? As as I've educated all of you, every every person in America should say, here's my 401k, give me my pension back. Much better deal when we had the pension anyway. One in five people on this council says that China has stolen their intellectual property within the last year. One in three said that China has stolen from them over the past decade. Now, I don't know uh, some of the, they don't say who's on the council. My guess is the ones that say they haven't aren't in China, right? Maybe it's like the free, the CEO of Kroger or, or something like that that aren't even in China. Walgreens or something like that. And I'm sitting there and I was thinking as I was reading about 21% in the past year. Uh, oh, by the way, here you go. This out it make you feel a little better. The ones that said that didn't say that China had stolen from them. Said they didn't know. Really? You don't know? Or you just don't want to say that they have? But here's my question. Why would, would you know, I, and I just think about it, you know, logically. I know, crazy. Huh. If you had a friend. And he was stealing from you. And let's face it, whether you knew it or not, in this survey, like I said, 
a third of the company said, yeah, they're stealing from us. Would you still be friends with them? What would you do? Well, you would probably end the relationship. Why are these companies still there? Why are they still doing business with them? It actually makes no sense. Well, actually, it does make sense. You know why? You know why. Because if I don't do business with them, my stock price is going to go down. That's why. Because the majority of my business is over there, so I got no choice. And, of course, this was going to be the great deal. And as I told you all along, China's not giving in here. And apparently, uh, you know, maybe we're taking a a page out of the high school there in New Jersey. You know what? We just didn't want to make the Chinese feel bad. That's what it is. You know, you guys, you're such great people. And you've taken advantage of us for the last 20-some-odd years. But, you know, we don't want to make you feel bad. It's okay. You know, how about this? Listen, I got to save face here. How about you say you're going to buy all this stuff, which, let's face it, they were going to buy it anyway. But let me go back to the part about they got a billion more people than we do. And you know what? You know, hey, we need you to throw in a few little sweeteners. Stuff that doesn't matter. How about like auto technology? Because since you stole it all, I mean, you got everybody over there. You already stole it all. How about we'll say something on that? And maybe um, you could lower some of these other tariffs a little bit. That, you know, and make it, you know, stuff that we really don't send to you. Like cars. Right, we we said maybe I, I think the number was we don't even send a hundred thousand cars there. Let's lower the number on that. There, you know, there you go. And then I'll come out on TV and I'll tell you how I the greatest deal we've ever seen ever. Well, guess what? I think Wall Wall, <laughs> Wall Street's starting to take notice all of a sudden now. Like I said, uh, it's gone completely backwards, but. I'll say this, Eric, on his show Friday. Isn't it great having him back? By the way, if you just woke up, uh, Eric's on 1360 on our Colorado affiliate every single day from 4 to 5. And get ready, we're getting ready to increase it. Uh, we just got brand new equipment that hit here and in, in, in Colorado that we'll have installed this week. It's going to be great. You know what he said? And, and again, he sees things others don't. And he talked about gold falling, right? Seemingly, really, for no reason, right? Gold demand, strong. How about silver? The mint ran out. That's how strong demand was. They ran out. By the way, we're back in stock. 2019s only. There are no backdates. 2019s are in, uh, or they're going to be in any day. 375 for a roll. 9,375 for the case. 
at 800-951-0592. But here's what he said Friday. It's not what you think. Oh, no. He goes, the big fall in gold, letting you know that Wall Street is getting ready to crack. That's what he said. And then this morning, I'm like, ah, maybe Eric's lost his touch. Right? Dow was up 100 and some odd points, and, and all of that other stuff was going on. And then now, now the Dow, Dow's down 140 right now. Uh, so maybe he hasn't lost his touch. Start tuning in uh, because, well, first of all, I don't know what he's going to say next. And secondly, uh, he usually knows what's going on. Uh, but, but this was the news of the day, the trade data. And again, I'm starting to real. I don't want to believe it. I wanted to believe Donald Trump wasn't owned by the bankers. There's no reason to make this deal. None. Zero. Nada. Has it really affected anything? Right? I, I'm almost thinking, like, why haven't we been charging them tariffs all along? 800 When we get back, we had economic data out today. It wasn't good either. We'll talk about that next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, the conservative pro-family broadcast of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a leading voice for the sanctity of life, traditional education, the Constitution, and American sovereignty. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Yesterday was an anniversary you probably did not hear about. It was on March 3rd, 1865, that President Abraham Lincoln signed an act of Congress for the last time before his assassination. It was a law requiring that the motto, In God We Trust, should be inscribed on all our national coins. In a later year, on March 3, in 1931, Congress adopted Francis Scott Key's Star-Spangled Banner as our national anthem. The fourth stanza of our national anthem proclaims, And this be our motto, in God is our trust. This motto was then inscribed in the U.S. House chamber, above the Speaker's rostrum, above the Senate's main southern door, on a tribute block inside the Washington Monument, and on a stained-glass window in the chapel in the U.S. Capitol. This motto has been frequently quoted by our nation's presidents prior to Barack Obama, who never refers to it. President Harry Truman said in 1949, When the U.S. was established, it chose the motto, In God We Trust. That is still our motto, and we still place our firm trust in God. Then, when President Dwight Eisenhower spoke at a ceremony in 1954 honoring the first stamp bearing the motto, In God We Trust, Eisenhower said, America's greatness has been based on the spiritual quality symbolized by the postage stamp that will be issued today, which places a message, Here is the land that lives in respect for the Almighty's mercy to us. Each of us hereafter, fastening such a stamp on a letter, cannot fail to feel something of the inspiration that we do whenever we read, In God We Trust. 
Groups of citizens are now trying to hang In God We Trust banners on the walls of auditoriums where city councils or school boards have their official meetings. We urge you to cooperate in that patriotic endeavor. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. 800-951-0592. It's gold's fall. You know, gold was almost thirteen fifty. Right now, it's sitting there. What about twelve ninety? It's actually about five bucks off the bottom here. So we'll see. I don't know where it's going to end up, but twelve eighty nine right now. That's like a, almost a sixty dollar move. What happened? Nothing. Actually, the data supports. Why gold was rising to begin with, which is the Federal Reserve is done. The economy is slowing. And really, it's not just our economy, it's the global economy. Now, they talk about this trade this trade deal thing. In, here's the way I look at it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. This is one of those buy the rumor, sell the news deals. The second this deal gets done, I think that's it. That's my call. That'll be it for Wall Street. But when you actually look at things that are real, U.S. construction spending. Now, all of these, a lot of these reports were canceled during the shutdown. And now we're just starting to get them in the in the mainstream press. They want you to believe this isn't happening. It's all happening. This was a December number. And they also did, obviously, because it was the end of the year, uh, numbers for the year. U.S. construction spending posted the smallest annual increase since 2011. What is that? Things are slowing, right? Home building slowed, obviously. <laughs> it's too expensive. Trust me, I, I can test, uh, testify to that. Even here in Phoenix, and, and, a lot, and I know all you listen out there, you all know, home prices are crazy. They're crazy again. right? And there's apartments everywhere. And now I know why, because you know what? You can't afford to live in these houses. Actual construction spending for the month of December fell six-tenths of a percent from the prior month. Missing analyst expectations for, for a small gain. Just to give you a little perspective, it's the fourth time in the last seven months construction spending has been falling. The full year figure reflected a 3.3% increase in private residential construction. Okay, that's your housing market. That's your houses in your apartments. By the way, that was the smallest advance since 2011 as well. The category 
had posted 10% increases for six straight years. So this wasn't a little slowdown. This was a big one. Uh, By the way, uh, other weakness. Construction spending for private manufacturing fell 1.7% for the year. Right, kind of the opposite of what we're being told. This, I mean, that's the exact opposite. They're telling us how great manufacturing is. On the positive side, see, it's not all bad news. I don't give you all bad news. I give you some good news. State and local outlays jumped seven percent. That's the most since two thousand and seven. So, so, don't worry, the government will spend the money if we won't. But I I wanted to give you just a few things that have caused gold to fall from almost $1,350 to the, you know, about $1,290 we have right now. Farm loan delinquencies hit the highest level that we've seen, well, since the crisis, okay, that's That came out. That U.S. exports declined by $4 billion during the month of December. Maybe that's why we're making a deal, right? right? I don't know, right? Hey, we got to stop. China's not buying anything. JCPenney announced they're closing another 24 stores, right? Remember, I told you, JCPenney's is on the Kmart plan. Right, every every six months or so, they'll just announce another 20, 30, 40 stores. Victoria's Secret said they're closing 53 stores. The Gap announced it's closing 230 stores. It's all in the last week, by the way. Payless Shoe Store said, hey, we're just going to close all our stores. So Don't worry, it's only 2,100 of those. Tesla announced... They're closing all their physical sales locations. PepsiCo said they've started laying off workers. The Dry Baltic Shipping Index, that's one of the we don't talk a lot about, right? This is the shipper saying how much stuff is being put on our freighters. Hit the lowest levels in more than two years. The worst slump for U.S. core factory orders in three years. Again, all of this data out in the last week, right? Stock market, where they're telling you it's great. The largest decline in the Philly Fed business index in seven years. That's some of that soft data that we talk about. January sales of existing homes. Down 8.9% from a a year earlier. Uh, By the way, that was the third month in a row of declines of at least 8%. U.S. housing starts down 11.2% in December. Sales in Southern California, home sales down 17% in January. In the same, of course, California, one of the big markets. Pending home sales in Sacramento County, it only fell 22.5%. Pending home sales in the United States is now down 
13 straight months in a row. More than $166 billion in student loan debt went seriously delinquent. By the way, that's a new new all-time record. And 7 million Americans are now 90 days or more past due on their auto loans. I don't know. You tell me. Right? And at the same time, right, Silver Eagle sold out. Central banks buying records amounts of gold. Uh, I think gold's going to be just fine. And and I think silver's going to be just fine as well. Uh, but it really is funny when you start to hear it all in succession. You're like, yeah, wait a minute. Maybe that's why they're making this horrible trade deal with China. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592-2019 Silver Eagles are back. Uh, they're the only Silver Eagles available. Uh, they're 375, a roll of 20. Or if you want the green monster box, right, that's 500 Silver Eagles. Uh, comes in its mint monster box. It weighs about 42 pounds, by the way. $9,375 today at 800-951-0592. Last week, you know what? I picked on Warren Buffett a little bit. I did. Right? Because, because he was out there and talking nonsense on TV. And I just, you know, I got to call you out when you do. Right? And, of course, remember, he was the one who said if you're 1942, you invested in a fund that didn't even exist. Right? Look how you great you would have done. And, and you see all these people, they do this all the time. If you had bought Apple when it first came out, or if you had bought Microsoft when it first came out, here's the thing. The price they use isn't the price you could have bought it for. Right? They always do it like the price that like the guys doing the offering were getting. You couldn't buy it for that, but that, neither here nor there. If that was actually true, why don't we have half the country should be millionaires? I mean, we're all doing the 401k thing. Where is it? Where's all these hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars? It doesn't exist. But they like to tell you that because they want you to believe it. Right? It's like when you go to Vegas. Right? I tell you right now, I've been to Vegas, I don't know, a dozen times. Not one time. Not even once did I say, I'm going to Vegas and I'm going to lose. I'm going to hit it this time. I'm going to win this. I'm going to stick it to them. Never happens. Right? You never get to be George Papa Giorgio. Right? (laughs) Vacation, right? You don't win big. What happened? You lose. But he did say some things that actually were were pretty important. And, and those are the ones that I'm going to talk about today. So this was in his interview with CNBC, right? The same That's the same group that told you about all the corporate CEOs. Some of them were willing to admit China was stealing all their stuff. The others were like, hey, we're not answering that question. <laughs> right? He spent several minutes 
talking about the dire public pension crisis in the United States, calling it a disaster. We have the same crisis at a federal level. By the way, the debt now right $22.1 trillion. I mean, we just passed 22, already another $100 billion, and by the end of March, we'll have another $100 billion. Don't worry. It's fine. Until it isn't. Literally every single state in the United States has an underfunded public pension. Which is saying something. Every state? Right? Which means the amount owed... But they don't have the, the amount promised, if you will, to be paid out. They don't have it. He stated the obvious. These governments are sitting on enormous liabilities. Like I said, the national debt's 22 trillion. That's pretty enormous. And they will soon be under pressure to fix these broken pensions. And according to Warren Buffett, they're going to need to radically raise taxes. If I were relocating, he said, into a state that had a huge unfunded pension liability, I'm walking into the liability. And these are big numbers, really big numbers. They will come after corporations. They will come after individuals. They're going to have to raise a lot of money. Why would I want to build a plant there that has to sit for 30 or 40 years? Saying that places like New York City and California, Illinois, have been pretty dumb in driving people out. And this is the problem. Right? And, and I know he's saying, well, it's this state and it's that state. But remember what he said before. Listen, every state's got the same problem. Some are a little better than others. Some lie about it a little better than others. But just think about what it was that he said is going to happen. They're going to come after corporations. They're going to come after individuals. They're going to have to raise your taxes. I don't... I've been talking about this for a long time. We've entered another super cycle of debt. Right? We had a we had a super cycle. You know, the first one really was what started in in the uh, in the sixties with with Lyndon Johnson. Right? The national debt almost doubled from the sixties to the seventies. And then from the 70s into the 80s, it more than doubled. Right? We went from $400 billion to over a trillion dollars. And then we had that jump, right? You think back, uh, say, from about 2001, 2002, the debt was $5 trillion, Right? And it went, what, to about $15 trillion. And then, you know, we had those few years where the debt went down. Remember during the last term of Obama? And I was warning you then, that's a false flag. The big super cycle's getting ready to start. 
Warren Buffett just talked about it at a different level at CNBC last week. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on this Monday, tough Monday. Just really disappointed. I, I don't know. I don't understand. I, I just feel like. Uh, by the way, Dow's down three hundred points. Man, Eric, that's brilliant, isn't he? Incredible. Um, the news of the day, obviously. The and it's not done, right? And, and I want to be wrong here. I want I want the president to come out and say, hey, I don't know what all these guys were talking about. You know, this was about bringing those jobs. If we care about jobs, you got to protect the technology that goes along with them. And then, you know, the, the taking down of these tariffs is just going to lead for more companies to go over there. It just, it just feels like more of the same, doesn't it? This wasn't the deal. And again, I hope I'm wrong. But but it sure seems like, you know what, I, I, I just feel like the bankers got to him. Now, I will say this. He did attack the Federal Reserve again. And he's not wrong there either. Hey, this strong dollar thing doesn't work for us. Right? It's our turn to be the currency manipulator. I love it. Right? Why not? Well, it may come to fruition whether we want to or not. I think the debt will handle that for us, right? I think we'll get to that point where it just becomes such a burden, right? What you, you you can't raise. Well, we can't raise rates now. I mean, is this it? Is two and a half percent? Is that all we can get to now? You know, when you think about. I mean, go back to the 70s, right? We got, what, almost a 20? I think the Fed's funds rate was like 16. And now here we think, what is it, 40 years later? And two and a half is the highest we can get to. It's not a good trade-off. That doesn't enrich us, right? If anything, it makes us poorer, right? We can't save any money. Putting money and leaving it in your savings account makes no sense. I don't know. Did you see the article about the $100 bills? Have you seen that coming out now all over the place? Remember I talked about that last week? And now they're talking, hey, you know what? People are unbanking. Right? That's going to be just add that to the reasons why they're going to take away cash. Because they need those deposits in the bank. And, and they don't like the fact that you're not putting them there. And, of course, listen, there's a reason why. I mean, if they were paying 7 8 9% interest, people would have their money in there. Problem is, if you pay 7 8 9% interest, <laughs> the national debt, forget about going up $1 trillion or $2 trillion, It'd be going up 4 and $5 trillion. U.S. Silver Eagles back in stock, 2019, 375 a roll, uh, buy a case of 500 of them, 9,375 at 800, 951 uh, Don't forget, got Eric at, at 4 o'clock at 1360. Jason and Brian, got to mention those guys, they're on right before. So you get Jason and Brian from 3 to 4, or is it 3 to 4? Yeah, 3 to 4, and then Eric 4 to 5. And don't forget... 
a whole bunch of new shows coming your way at 1360KHNC.com. Picture Radio News Hour. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll talk about where the Dow finishes and gold finishes tomorrow. Take care. Have a great day. Oh.